Good evening, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for in advance for joining us. Yeah. We're here April 15th, Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. And that starts with a what? W. Very good. <laughs> w. And what does W start with? Like, what's I think different? We did this before. Yeah. D. It would be if you really wanted to write it out phonetically, it would be like D O U B. Yeah, that's a, a, an exception. And then a U. It's sweet. It's a right? strange or letter. Y-O-U. It's, yeah, it's like a leap year kind of mm, letter. Whatever. Today, you know, guys, we've all got some really deep dark secrets in our in our closet. We got some skeletons. Yeah. We sure do. We hear them rattling around these days now in, in the in the midst of a pandemic, sweeping the world. Wow. And we're forced to take a look at ourselves. And sometimes we remember remember these awkward moments we've had mm-hmm. come back to mind. And today, we're talking about secrets wow. and confessions. This is like unsolved mysteries. Yeah, I used mind. to watch that a lot. Yeah, me too. 80s stuff. Robert Stack had that, you know, he carried that show. Who's Robert Stack? He was the original original narrator. Was of, he really? Okay. He was, yeah. I don't know how you know this guy's name. And this but. is, you were watching, oh, it was he, unforgettable. He's like standing in front of all those burning trash cans or something, you know. Oh, is that his just, name was Robert Stack? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, so this, whole sh- this whole segment is about secrets and confessions, basically. Um... And yeah. You. So, I mean, I have a couple I've writ- written down. I don't know if I'm going to share all of them, but I, I might, you know. Um, yeah. But we have to share something. <sighs> we do. We do. And, and Let's get it out there. Why not? Why not? Because for? let it free, because when you let it free, it no longer owns you. And so I had to tell you all something really embarrassing that happened to me. Yeah. And it happened about you know, 12, 13 years ago. I uh, I used ecstasy for the second and the last time. Um, a night of heavy partying in D.C. Um, wow. Just multiple things were happening that night. And I remember the night turned into the day and I was still wide awake. And there I was, you know, because it's 5 a.m. and all this partying really geared up, you know. Oh, man. So I set myself up for a, a day of what the F. And during that morning, I remember uh, there had been a guy who had recently ghosted me. And to any of our listeners out there who might not know what that word means, it means kind of disappearing when I had expectations of us talking. Mm -hmm. Well, I was kind of like, you know, a little bitter about it. And I decided we'll prank call him. Let's prank call him at his uh, business phone number, which was like a carpet cleaning business. And uh, we had a bunch of dumb questions, so we were gonna, you know, star. I guess it's sixty nine. I think it was or star or something. Oh, yeah, one of those to things. block our number, block it. Mm-hmm. right? This is two the early aughts. This is two thousand six ish. It's like star six seven. I think that was the magic number code to block your call. Right. It was before they had any kind of fancy app that would mm-hmm. do all that work for you. Mm-hmm. You had to star something. So, in the state of mind I was in, I picked I think star fifty seven. And my friend agreed that it was star 57. And so we start 57 and we called the guy and he was a little bit confused, you know, come to find out because I really hadn't 
put myself on any kind of call block and he knew it was me. And I <laughs> had used a code that forwarded all of my incoming calls to his number. <laughs> the rest, of, uh, which was the rest of that entire day. Wow. My phone was dead silent. And I was wondering, oh, wow, nobody's really calling me today. That's strange. You wow. know, I'd order Chinese food. Oh you know, he got there and he was like, I'm calling you. I was calling you. And you kept saying you didn't order Chinese. And, you know, there was a lot of calls I know this, this <laughs> gentleman received. And it's almost like poetic justice at that point. I think it's hilarious. <sighs> I mean, so whatever happened? Did you ever hear back from the guy? or anything? Well, I, you know, I knew by the end of that day that everything was hitting the fan because I got a very agitated call from my mom. And she wanted to know why. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did your mom call you on? A different number? It broke through all of a sudden. I think there was a time limit that it forwarded oh, your calls. Star 50. I wonder if that still works. I don't know, but she's like, why are all of my calls going to your friend Blanks? We'll call him Tom. Mm-hmm. Why are all my incoming calls going to Tom's carpet cleaning business? <laughs> what the hell is going only, on? Only you. And she, like, knew. I don't know. It was some kind of spidey sense mom must have, but something must be off. That Wow. She's calling me and landing up at a carpet cleaning business. And what do you say to the person at that point? Like, there's no PR yeah. that can be You just kind of have creative. to accept it. You got to accept it. And then and, uh, basically, like, you know, I emailed them. I waited two days. I, and then I just... I sent a casual email. I think I had AOL or a Hotmail. I had a Hotmail this email. 13 years ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah, some time ago. I had a Hotmail address, and I gave a kind of, you know, the standard polite apology where I'm, I'm sorry about the inconvenience. Um, I don't know how to explain myself is basically what I had to say. And I'm very sorry that your phone went off many times. I think he had actually was... In the middle of a relationship at the time. <laughs> so, well, that serves him right. That was great. Uh, yeah. I love it. So it ended up like he had a pretty bad day that day. Great. With, he was with the person he lives with and oh, like, wow. getting calls from me. Um, explaining that. I'm sure he, you know, it seemed like it was a hiccup somehow and, and he's like made a, you know. Oh, it was his business. His, I don't think it ruined his relationship. Really oh, no, no. We ended up being, you know what, guys, to this day, we're still friends. I want to tell you that you can bounce oh, back. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I want to give you a little, that's, it has a happy ending. Oh. And you know how much. All about that. We love happy endings on this show. Yeah, I guess we do. Um, it was pretty humiliating. Like, in the days that followed, I deeply regretted. Yeah. Um, and that's that was a that was a scared straight right there. I didn't do XT again. I think it's great. It was it was yeah. I mean, it's funny that that pretty happened. epic screw up. Yeah. So I don't know. Wow. What What about you? That's Have you ever what, had anything I mean, embarrassing, mildly embarrassing? You, I mean, these are these are these are secrets and confessions. I mean, I can make some They're, confessions. <laughs> like you can I talk feel to like me I like uh, to. we're They're Catholic. Now, you know, uh, since Jesus is coming back, yeah, something like, somebody's coming, right? Pretend I'm behind a screen here. I need know? we need like Let's a Noah's Ark here, and I need to hop on it after this. Tell anyway. me your sins. Oh, God, we should call this. You want to hear this? This is actually a, probably a sin in a lot of people's worlds, but I don't even know if I want to say it. People might get offended, but all right. So it was back in the day, um, like, um, but we went to the cemetery. We walked to the cemetery. It's right across the street from where we were, you know getting drunk at the house and and there was this old cemetery it was kind of a nice little church and we walked around it decided to start taking pictures um 
I stood on one of the big gravestones. That's really like, and, not I impro- and I did an and I did an improper exposing. That's really inappropriate of myself on that person's grave, and um, that's really. And they got to be in the picture somehow, at least. I mean, that's how I see it. I, you know, I feel like hey, um, Patty, whatever. Um, you know, look at this, and just years later. <sighs> and uh, one more. I'm gonna. I can't believe gosh. I'm gonna say this. Okay, one, just no one idea. more. One more. This is just. This is more like embarrassing. Okay. It's embarrassing confession. It's both, so it's both together. So far, we just had a lot of blasphemy. <laughs> I shave my big toe sometimes. You know, some hair that grows on it. Okay. okay. I, 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 that's, a, that's whatever. I that was very, like, revealing. I know. I'm that sorry. one, I mean. I'm not sorry. I mean. No, um, but a lot, I, I think I do that. And I know a lot of people do. Actually, most women, I believe. I think they probably might do it, right? Or oh, yeah. Pluck the hairs on their big toe that grow out of it because. Well, it's probably better just to like shave, shave it them. off. Yeah. It's easier. Or I bother because it doesn't come back very often. It's like right every like week or so. Slow, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if any of you guys like if you guys shave or pluck mm-hmm. your big toe, but mm-hmm. yeah. hey, you're not alone. Yeah, don't feel alone do, out there. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard. Let's let's talk about this guy. I did here. see this book when I came in. I don't know. Like I inherited a bunch of Scientology books, and oh god, is this a Scientology book, really? Yeah, uh, and this gentleman here, L. Ron Hubbard, he was like the boss, and he wrote a bunch of mm. books, and some of them, you know, supposedly apply to different areas of your life. This one here is called "The Problems of Work: mm-hmm. How to Solve Them and Succeed." Wow. Yeah, and I just haven't. I haven't started it. I know I shouldn't oh be talking about a book. I have nothing to say about, but right, right. it's here in my bed. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if I just leave these scattered, you know, maybe like when I get, when I go back to work, I think I might do a job of, of scaring the wrong people away from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, she's like into Scientology. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, oh, shit. Do you yeah, really talking about that shit. Yeah, like, I posted a picture the other day of a book by him. I'm like, this is some excellent reading. I never heard of this author. Whoa. You know, and yeah. people are, like, you oh know, kind God, of laughing their ass on? off. Like, hey, look, uh, this that's that's Scientology, what you're reading. Like, <laughs> like you're just L. Ron Hubbard, do you know who that is? Yeah, like, I, I just play Clueless. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it was funny. Oh, I love it. I, I like to play these little games. That's my confession. I like that's to, it. I really? love pranks. Oh, well, well, that's not really a... Conf- I mean, we, we both do, but I, I get that. Yeah, you do like pranks. I do like, yeah. yeah. I did something pretty bad one time. I, I tripped up the stairs. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was so embarrassing. It's like in middle school. Uh-huh. You tripped going up. Wow. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Only you. In front of this guy that, like, already made fun of me, so it's had, <laughs> he had more things to laugh about. <laughs> Clumsy. Idiot. You know? <sighs> you know? I'm trying to think of anything else bad I did. I can't really think of too many things. I used to, I used to go on stealing sprees with my friend um, to different stores around the area. When, like, I was probably, like, 13. Really? Klepto, klepto sprees. Yeah, I used to do that. That was a thing. Uh, see how much shit we could get. Oh, my God. We, we'd rip off the whole mall sometimes. Oh, my God. We'd go to stores in the mall and try to get a little something out of each store. It was like a game we played. Um I've I've done a lot of things, sure, but whatever. One time I took a puff of a cigarette. (gasps) Shut up. What? No, you did not. I did. I was 17. (gasps) Oh, gosh, Mary Beth. I feel like I should, you know, confess that. Horrible. Mm -mm. Horrible. And many times I've eaten, you know, a whole bag of chips in a setting. And I need to get that off my shoulders because... (sighs) That's been heavy on me. It's um something I need to tell you guys. Like, uh-huh. um, I could eat a whole bag of chips just like, uh huh, yeah, 
just sitting there. for nothing, you know, just for just, like, sitting there, just especially you like because you could. The the flaming hot Cheetos. You can look in my trash can right there. You can see that. <gasps> I have I a little see bit him. of I see problem. Him. Uh, it looks like oh geez. I only have a few this problem things. Quarantine's really getting to you. Or I mean, I don't know. This quarantine, guys. Look, it's been. It's been long enough. It's like, been a month now. I've been working at my house. Like when I'm and I'm very happy. I'm not bitching about working. I'm bitching about being. I'm I'm bitching about being quarantined, and I know it's for the greater good and. Uh, it's a serious thing. I'm just, I'm being me, you know? I'm selfish a little bit, and I'm tired of being quarantined. Yeah. And I can't wait until everything resolves itself. I really can't. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to wash over. It's all right. It's all right. It's just really tense lately, you know? You have to wear, uh, starting today, you have to start wear a mask. Oh, yeah. I have one in my car that I drive around with. Just to... Oh, yeah. You said you said you recycled one of your thong underwear, right? <laughs> to, uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought about that, actually. That'd be... Well, no, because it's got the, the V part. It's too skinny. It wouldn't, wouldn't work. Right, well. yeah. You'd have to have a full pair and of And you might have some kind of weird mouth wedgie going on. Yeah, no. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. So, so, yeah, I mean, some people have been really creative about their face mask. and Yeah. You can't be that creative, unfortunately, with it because then you're breathing in whatever you... I can't, I can't like, paint it mine or... Oh, I know. You're breathing in chemicals, you know what I mean? Right, so it's right. like one of these things, like, time to leave it alone or buy one that's already pre-designed. And yeah. I think you bought one. Well, what I do is um, I've always done this. And this, I never bought any one. I, well, I did buy one online, actually, recently. But I had one, like a medical one. Uh when I go to doctor's office or doctor's visits over the years, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, when I was pregnant and stuff, I would be in a doctor's office a lot. And they'd leave, they come and assess you and then they leave the room, right? Right. That's the point where I get to work. I mean, this is my, wow. this is another confession. I steal large Q-tips. Uh, I go through the drawers. I look for gloves. I look for alcohol wipes. Um, anything else that, you know, some, that's not out on the counter, I will take little things, band-aids, some, sometimes bandages. Um, they have a lot of stuff. One time I believe I was, uh, and I, and I saw a whole drawer of masks. I think I grabbed a whole bunch of them out of the box or out of the drawer. I was like, mm, you never know when I might need these. Wow. And I put, the, I put them away. And I remember, I remember like years ago I did this, like probably like five years ago. And I just remembered the other day, I was like, oh, I think I know where I put them. Sure enough, there they were, never open. I was like, this is perfect for right now because I need it like right now. Mm-hmm. And I found them right when I needed them. It's perfect. That, um, I guess that's a, it's a, one of the upsides of, of stealing. Well. Is you have stuff you know. I mean, it's not wear. a bad steal. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a resourceful stealing. I think it makes sense, you know. Like, they're not going to notice a few masks no, on or some no. gloves or alcohol wipes. I mean, aren't you nervous that in those moments the doctor They're gonna might come back open in, in yeah. the door? Yeah, I have to get... Like, as soon as they walk out, I wait like a minute and then I get to work. You're like knuckle deep in the... I'm serious, my... yeah. I, yeah, I don't even waste any and time. you start stuffing in your in your purse. I go through the drawers first because, you know... Wow. Yeah. I'm glad they don't cameras. I guess they wouldn't do that. It would be like a breach <laughs> of privacy. Oh, yeah, because you got to get naked in there mm-hmm. usually, you know, but... Mm-hmm. I always made sure to do it. I always, this one thing I always, I'm glad I did. It's one of my things, it's, you know, take from a doctor's office. The best thing you could do, supply yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. You have to look out for yourself. You do. Um, in the big picture of things. And that stuff is actually you're paying for it because you pay insurance. Your health insurance that's covers right. those kind of medical oh, yeah. Yeah, that's things that you might need one day. So yeah. it's kind of like it's already, you've already paid in advance for those things. Right, right. That you, 
you know, you took advantage of some of your perks. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, I wish we didn't have to talk about not ha- What are we going like, to talk about right now? I don't know. What are we going to talk about? It's I, like, want, I, just, I want to tell you, I want to ask you a question that's kind of personal. Yeah, like, please, yeah, ask me a question. Um, I want to do, a, like, a fuck, Mary kill. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Okay. okay. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, oh, Jimmy God. Fallon. Oh, God. And Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Uh, one of them I can't stand. You can probably guess which one is Jimmy Fallon. You can't stand Jimmy Fallon? No. I just, I don't know. Um, let me see. What is it, because he's too giggly? Yeah, I think so. So Jimmy Kimmel. Ooh. Wow. I wouldn't want to, um, fuck him or marry him. So I guess I'd have to kill Jimmy Kimmel, though. Wow. Yeah, I know. Damn. Um, I didn't see that coming. Conan O'Brien. I'd probably marry him because he's so funny and he, he seems so... He's just, a ginger, though. I mean, uh, Yeah, I'd marry him, but, I, you know, he, just because he's, you know, he's Conan O'Brien. He seemed like he'd be cool to be Yeah, he seems very well-rounded and even-tempered. Right. Well, he seems like he's always, like, doing lines of coke, too. Like, I don't know if how he is nowadays, but he used to be pretty fucking hyper. Really? Oh, yeah. Conan O'Brien, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Fallon does. Like, Fallon oh, yeah, is probably. really... Yeah, but I would just fuck him once, you know. And Who? Jimmy? Yeah, I'd have to, because I'd have to pick one to fuck. And I I don't know why, but Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know. He's very depressing to me. Everything yeah, there's him. a lot of... That's some sadness very that dark seeps something. through. Oh, my God. He's got some really like, like, uh, bad things going on in his life behind the scenes. Like, I could just tell. You think so? Even oh, yeah. that's why him and Sarah Silverman broke up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's very. Wait, so who is who again? Uh, You would marry Conan, (sighs) Fallon. You would fuck. Okay, and then you kill Jimmy. Kill. Kill. Okay. Well, maybe I need to do one for you off the top of my head. Okay. All right. God, let me think here. Yeah, they're not easy to think of because. All right, hold on. All right, Um, Joe Biden. I'm going to pick all men this time. I'm not going to put a woman. I always want to put a woman in there. I don't know why. Um, excuse me. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's coming to me. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden, Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens, whatever his name is. Um, and one more, one more. God. Um, ooh, Kanye. Hmm. These are really what across the spectrum of Joe Biden. Who else? And Kanye? What, I can't even remember. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I don't know here. Um... <sighs> I would kill Pee Wee Herman. Okay, all right, well. Hmm. I would. Yeah, I guess we'd have to. <laughs> Boy. Hmm. <laughs> this is a, a real pickle. You sure you want to kill Pee Wee Herman? You sure? He might make you laugh. I, w- <laughs> I would then fuck Kanye and marry Joe Biden. Wow. I knew you were going to say marry Joe Biden somehow. Because he's older and he seems like he's very dad fatherly and calm. And yeah, like nice, stable kind of guy. He'll laugh at my jokes, laugh yeah, at his you're right, jokes. Yeah, right. He'll be all right with it. He's yeah. 
gonna like leave the inheritance and yeah, you know, yeah like I mean we have some years ahead of us but sure, time's true, limited true. we better live every day like it's our last okay good. we better be on vacation uh-huh. you know but right. we're going to Ibiza we're going to the wow. Hamptons you know everything oh my so God. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear his old tidy whities out better and every and every single way you can think of tidy whities you think he I mean, wears tidy whities I can imagine so I, he seems like um I don't know. I think he might wear boxers. Joe Biden does not wear tidy whities. He would wear a pair of white, oh, I see his... white boxers, just plain. Really? Yeah. I, be, I don't think he would call. want his like tidy whities. I don't know. How old is he? I think he's in his maybe early seventies. Okay. Yeah, he's like my mom's age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think tidy oh. white. I think that he wants to feel oh, like his maybe. package next to his oh, groin. God. Yeah. I mean. They're, I mean, they're not. Yeah, why we? They're not tight up to the, at that age or hanging. And I don't think he Maybe wants to be on stage hang. with. You might have had like a um a ball like, like a, a testicle oh. like a, a ther- I mean, not therapy, a surgery like a plastic surgery on his testes or something to lift them up. They, oh they yeah, have, that's true. They definitely have that for men, you know. Do they have that? Yeah. Why do they have the yeah, what sure they call they it, mommy makeover? Where they oh yeah, for the, the sew balance. you back up or oh, better than ever? You know, what after is. you've had a bunch of mm-hmm. children. I don't know, but You're right. Neither of us would need that. Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> just saying that that. So I didn't know that existed for men too with their balls. Oh, I'm sure. Come on. Yeah, it's like a I nice little like facelift. Yeah, like a ball lift. Ball lift. Yeah, like just because you know they probably get. God, I'm sure. Like start getting kind of tangled around. The, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it can be dangerous. Sometimes a guy might need a ball lift. They might stumble because well, why do they always have to go to this stuff? I mean, can't we just becomes a big jumble. Wow. Anyway, I saw the beaver out in your pond today. That was a nice sign of hope. Beaver? Oh, yeah. That's a good sign. I saw a coyote in my front yard the other day. Have you ever, um, like, had oral sex with a woman? No. Absolutely not. No, I haven't either. I mean, that would have been a confession. I cannot, no. I I couldn't even go there. I couldn't yeah. even go there on myself. It just yeah, I couldn't. I it wouldn't feel do. natural at all. It just doesn't. It makes me no. I feel, I don't feel like I'm. Yeah, I'm not drawn to ever doing that. Um, sorry Nor to disappoint you guys. Nor yeah, no. strictly dickly is what it's called. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there though that I mean, there's a lot of women that are bisexual and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they like they like both. They like. Um, I think they're a little selfish, but like pick team. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's what that's what um somebody else used to say that that I knew. Yeah, it's selfish. It's interesting. Who it's said that? You. I hope it wasn't anybody I hate. No, Dio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, same thing. It's funny. Yeah, it's like selfish. you're just selfish, and you. Yeah, I, and you... I, I I never thought about it that way, but you know, um, hope nobody's. Sorry, guy. I mean, if you're by out there and you're not selfish, I apologize. I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, but it's like you gotta. <sighs> How can you really like one? You not like one more than the other at the end right, of the day, right? Like, yeah, I can see if you have a phase like where you're like, oh, I wanna, like you're easy, like you can. It doesn't matter know. who the person. It it just matters who the person you, is, but the sex doesn't matter. It, maybe it's that or it's the them. opposite. I think it's just like, oh, I wanna like, uh, like, uh, yeah, like have some nights where I'm I'm like off my ass on some kind of drugs or something. Oh yeah, you so know, and then yeah. making out with anybody kind of thing. Mm. Um, because most people that are bisexual, I'm presuming, are like very like 
party type people and right we're like i see them in some kind of orgies more into exploring stuff right yeah explode definitely exploring different orifices and Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's just to me i've never had bisexual tendencies pubic mound you ever think about that word the pubic pubic mound mound? wow we all have one man and female Uh, men have pubic mounds yeah they have a mound as well i believe so okay google i know i wish men have a pubic mound alexa do men have a pubic mound sorry i'm not sure well i should have looked the mons no worries Oh, come on. No worries. We're trying to find out how a pubic mound here. Oh, God. See? Come on now. Well, well Vicky's right. looking into that. I mean, she's going to look into that while we're here. And <clears throat> if you have your pubis, you know what to do with it. It seems like the coronavirus has really affected a lot of people's sex life. And I'm sorry for everyone. You know, we're all feeling it. It's a universal problem. And... You know, right now condom companies are going on, are are shutting down because people aren't buying condoms right now, even because they're not hooking up with randoms. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What a nobody strange wants, day, touch a strange other. time. Yeah. When yeah. Well, I heard what a lot of religious people are saying, and we're not doing any conspiracy theories or anything right now. But what a lot, not even just religious, but people are saying that this is kind of like another like what do you call it, like a reckoning or like a like a. A reset button, like Noah's Ark time shit, you know, like clearing out certain people. I don't know. I don't know I've about that. I've heard a lot of people. I'm not, I don't, th- I'm not saying that's true at all. Of course not. But I'm just saying like, this is what a lot of people would say. Uh, people, I think that, you know, like that what the world's supposed to like, uh, cleanse people from time. I, I, I just, the to world, me that, I don't, nature, I don't yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. It was, I think there's enough. Out there, the people already getting killed by, like, right. as they get, I mean, people aren't living till like, 200 or anything yet. I mean, no. I don't think, I just, I don't get it, you know, like, I'm going to live to it. I don't understand things. I don't understand those. A lot of us don't. That's why we, we seek. And yeah. Philosophize. That's why we do a podcast so people can listen to us talk and hopefully they'll keep listening. And you guys keep watch. listening. Just talk to us, man. If like, you don't want to talk to can, us. Yeah, anybody can send us a message whenever, like, however. Yeah, get in touch with us and just talk to us because it's like we're here and we're confessing our heart out we're and we're seeing guts. that. Don't worry about shit. You guys are being shy out there because you. I know you're listening. I'm looking at the analytics. I'm looking at the numbers like soaring, and I'm not getting any feedback. Come on, join in, participate. Yeah. You have no reason not to. You're quarantined, right? And I'm sick of this shit. Come on. Yeah, come on. Talk if you're listening, us. you can be talking to us, right. and I've made it clear. Cert, like several ways to get in touch of us is through email. It Jeez. is here for a reason. Dot podcast at Gmail. It's through this anchor app. Uh, you can send it a question. It's mandatory that you send us. Uh, we're on IG. It's here for a reason. Uh, you know, it's mandatory. It we, is. We want just, participation, not just listening. This is what makes us us is like other people. Like, yeah, we don't. And we're so disconnected right now, people, man. We need to like figure out a way to make this work in a safe way, but still be out there. I see. I feel like that's like what we have to yeah. be doing all the time. Man. Yeah. Like 
everybody just needs to make sure they're cool and healthy and like take proper precautions and then everybody can go back to work but they just have to be under some little you know protocol. right now like it sucks right now for fashion I can't tell you. I can't even breathe with a mask on. It's so scary. I hate it. There's oh, no way God. to look. This is so scary. I hate going out sexy with that. in a mask like that. Like well, a I'm not trying to look sexy, but it's like I feel like so. I feel like a fish out of water when I walk out of the house. I feel like what the fuck is this? Is Maryland? yeah. It this feels like it gets real once you walk out the door with that. I yeah. hate it. And you drive somewhere. You're like holy. Uh, fuck. And you see the shelves where the toilet paper and the paper towels used to be and. It's just, it's sickening. It makes me have an awful, sickening, sinking feeling. Even though I know it's all going to be over, but it's like in the thick of it, this is like... Uh, Something, the, you know, the you... The feeling is nauseating almost. It's just horrible. It is. It is. Because it's like, mm-hmm. it's something we've never had in our lifetime. With. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the people before us, you know, generations haven't had to deal with this. Well, kind not, of. I'm sorry to yawn. Uh, this is not the first time this is happening in history. We well, no, that. but it's been quite some time. Uh, yeah. Since what? AIDS, right? I mean, AIDS was the last uh, well, major. AIDS wasn't like this, though. It didn't sweep across the globe. Right. What was that one? Then Ebola? It was more or... like a, uh, a glo- Ebola itself didn't sweep across the globe. What was avian? The avian virus? The avian flu, like the bird flu. I don't know when that came out, but we had a lot of different flus. Mm-hmm. Swine flu, H1N1. This is an H1N1 virus. So See, I don't chain. follow these flus like you I do. know. I'm like really into that shit. I'd like you to talk more about it. Why don't you elaborate? Really, I don't really want to be the one to talk because I might not say something right and give the wrong information and sound like a fucking idiot to somebody that knows better. So. Oh, all right. Well, it's any kind of cliff notes you could offer. It means I don't, I don't well, recall any of I know that there's about 8.4 billion people in the world right now. Mother. So you tell me. Don't you think that even though, it, it, I mean, what the cancer is not enough, the regular flu is not enough, obesity is not enough, there's Mother Nature, Earth has too many people living on it, it just has to cleanse itself. And this is a virus, yeah, it c- came from a humans, but messing with nature, right? It came from humans fucking with nature. Or it came from nature fucking with humans. <sighs> But humans are the ones that fuck with parts of nature that they innately should know not to fuck with. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But. Well, I got a beaver that I, I beg to, to differ because I got a beaver, guys, that he keeps coming into my backyard and I love him, you know, and well, his family. Here, you know, his kind were here before you, essentially, right? But yeah, he comes in and he's eating all of my shrubs, my bushes. Oh my so sometimes... That's what beavers do. Nature comes on to you first. Well, yeah, and that's the Earth's way of... You know, taking shit back. Like, this is my spot. You know, get off it, feet. He's got, like, an acre of woods behind I'm not my... talking about the beaver. I'm just saying, all in general, man. Like, this is, like... It, it's very logical and it's spiritual. It's like, wow. Uh, I read a very interesting article that this is, like, almost kind of a prophetic message. It is. That you can't... Uh, it's impossible to balance... Um, a career and family. It's almost like emphasizing oh, wow. yeah. to people like this whole thing has been a farce of work life exactly balance. Like yeah. once you see like you can't you have everything at once, you mm-hmm. can't do it all at mm-hmm. once. You can't. You have to be in a separate location to work. Um people are losing their, their minds because they're with their children and trying to still work. <laughs> And it's like so in their face, like, yo, you can't do both. You got to be a mom and, or a dad. So all those people that are like, I'm a career woman and a mom. Basically, you're a career woman because you don't really play mom as, that much. 
sorry, but you don't. No, I mean they're they're so That's mom that they, they are, of course, but they don't do half the shit. Like if they were home with them all day, they wouldn't do half that shit. Yeah, but they gotta Maybe. pay for somebody else to do it. Uh, yeah, so they're not, but they're not the ones doing it, right? I know, but I like. I don't know. I I just feel like there's a lot of women out there. I think there are good moms that also <clears throat> that balance. I I'm I understand your your viewpoint, but yeah, yeah. it's a tough it's a tough it's, one. <clears throat> sometimes it's impossible. Um, not to have to like <clears throat> to to work. To I mean I don't know how to because I, how it all worked because I mean and then you have to pay a nanny and then nannies are expensive and. I mean, children are expensive. This is the bottom line. Oh, well. They're expensive. They can be, yeah. Dreams cost money. They children do. are expensive. Yeah, that's quite a dream. And if you're not there with them, then you got to pay somebody a lot of money to be with them. I think you can save a little money by staying home and not being so out there, you know, just kind of sitting a little still at home. Well, I'm sure the parents right now, they're really feeling how that experience is. They're, yeah, uh, I, think it's, I think it's connecting people a lot more. Like, stay with your families, man. It's a good... I mean, there are some positives to this. Like, yeah, it's a lot fresher out there, but it's like, what are you going to do? But it's like the old days. There's really no place to go, but... The forest rate is going to skyrocket after this, supposedly. Oh, it already is. Yeah, it's just like people are going to, you know, it's going to be like a climax or... Climax. Is that the right word? Right. Some sort... Well, we, ha- I mean, have we even, I thought we had gotten there already, but I guess we we're like in the thick of it still right now, so. No, like, it's been extended to like now the end of May or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm not, I'm over it too, but Gosh. it's still here as reality. Know. Well, we don't know what's going to happen because it's not the uh, close to the end of May yet. It's not even May yet, so who knows? We'll see. Well, I mean, unless things like you never know what are happen. better than projected. Yeah. Anyway. Which we hope for. Any more confessions that you can think of? Anything recently? Um, <laughs> uh, Probably not. I can't. I don't know. I, I, I took a pen okay. Um, okay. from my psychiatrist's office. Oh, when was the last time you were there? It was, uh, it was about a month ago, maybe. It was. Okay. It was, it was oh, well, my last know. appointment I did over the phone. Okay, right. And you took a pen. Um, but I took a idea. pen, um, like some... Some things that are probably meant for kids as toys. Oh yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like Play Doh and like that. Uh, some of the like the stuff the big farm gives him. Mm-hmm. You know, big. I love big farm merch. Okay, like their promo, their their promotional pens mm. are some of the finest pens that I've come across. Wow. They put they put a lot of money in those darn pens, and I'm jealous of uh, what they can afford to promote themselves with. Um, can I ask you something? One mm-hmm. thing here. So, yeah. What is the uh, what is one thing that you've told your psychiatrist that you've never told anybody? Can you tell any? Can you tell us? Um, me? Can you tell me? Shoot. Nobody else is in the room but me. Yeah, okay? I know. You're the only one that's going to hear this. Because um, nobody's going to I know you'll shit. never tell anyone. I know. Like, okay. Um, let me see. Come on. Spill your I'm trying to think. Okay. Like, what have I told my. What have you told him that you never told anybody? Uh, I think, what did I tell him? I think I... I'll give you some time to... Oh, my mom. Oh, I told him that um, I wanted to do karate when I was five. Mm -hmm. 
And my mom said, no, why do you want to do karate? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, offended because, you know, I never, so I never did that. And I think. Okay. So that was a big thing for you. It wasn't, you know, it was just like a like little example because in the years to come, my sister did like piano. My brother did soccer. Everybody else got to do like their little things, but. Right. But you never. I wanted to be doing like knocking people out and stuff. Like I could have been the next karate kid basically. Oh, wow. No, but I think it would have given me a little bit of discipline. And, and you wanted to do karate, yeah. I think that would have been, like, I never if do that my mother you. knew what was brewing inside of me, mm-hmm. that she would have promptly put me in some kind of structural class, yeah. something like that. Imagine karate. if you had done karate, would we have been, been friends? Would you know? No, I'd probably be like, oh, no, I don't. I don't. Be like, totally like, I don't party or, you yeah, know, you whatever. Yeah, you'd be hanging with me. Smoking, right. You'd be a bad influence. Yeah, you no, you'd be a bad influence. I don't want to be around you at all. I know you wouldn't. You wouldn't I'd be busy, be like, like punching my like my heavy bag out there and, like, mm-hmm. and doing, like, like uh, I had tire kind of moves, my carport. No, you know, never, like, I'd be like, can you walk back with your weed? I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> your weed is stinking. <laughs> I can smell it from over here. Ew, it smells horrible. Is that that devil's lettuce, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get exercise. Wow. I'm breathing fresh air. So. I'm high now. I'm God. hungry. Thanks wow. a lot. Yeah, so you would have been that person. <sighs> you know, and I, you know, I was thinking I went to the Navy um, when I got out of high school. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that either. Look at that. But I didn't. I went to watch an 80s rock band play instead uh-huh. the night um, I was supposed to like show up for a uh, final thing, you know? What? In the Navy? Yeah, I decided to ditch it for to go see some like Cinderella, <laughs> that 80s band Cinderella. Oh, uh, you never told me that. I didn't know that. Well, this is not, I'm not proud of. Oh, I'll tell you something that I did once. That. I, um, I wanted to be a flight attendant. I did too. And I took the test. And I went to the airport and I had to do this whole thing, this training. And they didn't tell you they'd do a test right after that. They feed you all this information about different planes, 707s, and the safety rules and like certain laws. And then bam, they're like, all right, we're going to give you a test. We're like, oh my God. And I, I didn't do well. Um, and I didn't pass the test to be, but they, I was picked from a little group. I was like in the finals, but I didn't oh, make, the, I didn't make man. the test. Because if I had passed the test, I would have been. On flights. And imagine that, me as a flight attendant. Yeah. But every time I get on a plane, I think... I'm going to die. Or you're gonna no, die. I think... Oh. I. What was I thinking? Thinking I wanted to be a flight attendant. Right. Like, you're crammed. You're, you're like... I mean, you're walking through the aisle, and, you know, it's not right. much space there. And you're pushing a cart. And you're asking a bunch of irritable... You know, irritated or sleeping or people, you know, like uh, that are crammed... And you're, it's just like oh, no. being a waitress and in the air, and then uh, you're responsible for everything. I mean, like, and you gotta like. I remember I was reading about it, and it was saying they have very strict like rules about white uh, weight and height, right? Like maintaining a weight. Like oh, some boy. are more oh, like strict than others. So you you have to be a certain size to go through those aisles. You get so you don't see chubby yeah, flight right. attendants. Yeah, they do. They do have like strict weight and height. Mm-hmm. Well, well, not height, but weight. Well, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be too tall because you're going to be. Or you don't be down. too short unless you're, you're like a famous merch. rapper. Oh yeah, too short. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I've usually what I've noticed is what a long time ago when I would fly. I haven't flown forever, but most of the flight attendants when you go to like European flights are like really good looking, like younger people or. Right. You know, like child, oh, yeah. Childless people with no kids that are like just all single and 
And they have they have like their little cliques and stuff. They look like they're having like a killer time. Oh yeah, they're sort of probably like gonna go to a hostel or something. Yeah, and like I always wanted to be them. Like this is before you know, whatever. And they're so free. They're they so, seem so. I know. Free. It's like I'm such a free. I should have done that. I wish I would have done that early enough, but I didn't. But whatever. I, I just wanted to get away from everything here because everything that's happened and like all the bad shit, all the traumatic shit, all the fucked up shit that's happening now. It's like I almost felt like. At that point in my life, in my early 20s, oh, I know shit is going to get real fucking bad here. I always had this wanderlust thing to get the fuck out of here and just kind of stay out, get in another country and just almost live a more simple life. Because this, right. I knew this was going to come somehow. I don't know. Anyway. I know, but, you know, wanderlust, the thing with wanderlusting is like, it's like, I don't know. It's, well, you have to be able to afford wanderlust. Yeah, right. You know, and I don't see you being happy in hostels for that oh, long. Oh, no, I would not want, I wouldn't stay in a hostel. Being, I'd find okay. like, a, a home. So that would be, uh, uh, yeah, that'd be like a rich Expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's why but when that's I see saying. all these influencers like, wanderlusting around, I'm like, Flight what the attended. fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't spread this message around. Like, the 50 places I have to see before I die. Like, F you. Like, I can't afford to go this place, this place, this place. Don't even put that in my head. But I'm gonna go crazy. Wow. I'm gonna go crazy thinking you I need to go to see the uh there's not that many places I'm dying to go to well, though. Yeah, I, I do wanna see India, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I used to want to see stuck places more, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, crowded. I don't know. I don't wanna go anywhere sad. crowded. I know. I've I've totally changed. I used to be so different. And I used to want to do go to Burning Man, and I don't now. Yeah, I used to talk about that shit. Yeah. Or I would still go to Coachella, I think. Why are we so depressed? Is it? Is We're it... depressed because it's a play going on, and we've been, like, <sighs> quarantined in our homes. Like, well, we've been limited from our everyday activities in, in severe ways. Uh-huh. There's no such thing anymore as pulling over at McDonald's nope. at 11 o'clock at night to get, get a cheeseburger. Right, right. You can't walk out of your car and go into a gas station anymore without a mask on. Or, you know, yeah. These things are majorly, like, major things that we're all trying to, like, downplay in our way just to carry on. But there's stuff that, like, they're fucking with our psyche. It's making us sad because we have no control over it. We have no deadline of it. And there's, like, so much uncertainty that... It's so deep. It's so, like... Right. That's I mean, yeah, that's a heaviness. it's It's very heavy, and I'm just... How can we get? How can we not feel it? I mean, right, are we supposed right. to be feeling? Is that our responsibility as a human? Be feeling this? I think so. I think that we're just a bit more empathetic than a lot of people are. I'm sure there's a lot of people just like us, but yeah, a lot of people probably are just thinking, "Damn, I have to wear a mask when I go out now." Man. Yeah, and but it doesn't go past the skin deep. That right. that one little well, it's a whole change. new way of being. Our whole fucking algorithm has changed in America. Like, it's a free. Country. It absolutely it's has. not anymore. It's like there's now there's like. Uh, you better wear a freaking mask when you go out to anywhere public, like, and you shouldn't go out anyway. Like, it's scary. It's scary to fucking leave the house now because of it the way the people are acting. It is scary because people are so tense. And they're afraid to get, like, in trouble for, like, just being out and being free. Like, it feels weird to, like... It feels a, like gonna, a police state. It, it, almost. That's what I said along the... Yeah, that does. feels very military, like, very police And, like, counting like. how many people are going into a place mm-hmm. reminds me of, like... Okay, it gives me this vibe, like... And I, I know they're not related, but mm. it makes me think of, like, how that's a common scenario of, um, of people who, like, terrorists and stuff as they... They'll know how many people are supposed to be in a building before they do something bad. I don't know. And it just gives me bad vibes. And they'll count people like going into an embassy or something to see, make sure all the employees are. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. The whole thing just reminds, it just 
they're, they're not the same. Mm-hmm. But it's there's both bad feelings of of the counting of people in you know in and out monitoring kind of vibe, um, and it's necessary, but it's uh, it's extreme and it's extreme change. It's weird to wear a mask. I wore one the other day, you know, for my first time out, like really out and about, and. It was weird. I mean, I, I feel like I kind of have a panic attack the first, like, yeah, five minutes yeah. at least. And then I, I got to a point where I wasn't noticing it as much. But then I started feeling it, like, yeah. but not, like, as bad as that first five minutes. I was like, wow. I was like, I don't think I can do this. It's you like know? you're getting like, locked up. Like, you're about to get locked up. It's like up. I'm wearing a turtleneck all over and, my... And it's, like, warm outside, kind of, or the sun is beating on uh, you. Like, oh, you can't breathe very well. It's yeah. Like it's it's not right to be breathing in this cup like a jock strap on your face I know. what is what is it supposed to do i mean so is it I, okay so for instance if i have it but i don't realize i have it it's not doing anything to me i could be carrying it around and then i go out somewhere and breathe by somebody and they'll be breathing my oh my god molecules or whatever the fuck and then <sighs> what they get it in their mouth or their nose and nostrils and then they have it and their body's gonna be like, oh yeah. fuck i'm, I'm yeah dead. is that what's going on with that i mean I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, jeez, oh, is what's going on at truck stops right now? Like, how is the sex workers? How are they doing? I think they just keep going. You think they're? they're you think the? There's no stop. That's always like. There's certain good. ones that are really oh, making yeah. some big bucks right now because oh, they're staying in business. The other mm-hmm. ones are like, hey, I'm gonna take a little vacay from this whole right. little career of mine, and uh, like lay off the randoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Bodily fluid exchange, yeah, uh, business while this whole pandemic thing blows over, and then I think the ones uh, because you know if you're that desperate now that you're gonna like, <laughs> I don't know how we got stopping. All right, if you're at that point now and during the middle of all this that you're and you have to wear a face mask because mm. you know it's just it's that extreme right now that right. you're going to outsource for something from a complete stranger that you know is also servicing others that mm. are complete strangers you are mm. you are very like you just oh, wow. really inch all the degrees closer to you that you're close to this right right yeah so, so maybe it's not happening you might i don't know i, mean, I would i'm curious if it is i really am i, I think know there's, there's still people some, doing shit that they just don't care do you think they maybe they do it with a face mask people on people are still druggies and stuff out there they need to get drugs what do they do the with the face mask on they don't care about that shit. They don't do oral right now. They only they only do other <laughs> wow I don't orifices, know. and they have to wear a face mask while they're doing it. That's perfect. And yeah, they'll that's provide the condom in the face mask. Wow, jeez, what a business! That could be like a, a truck you drive oh, around. Oh God, that's just yeah. Condom and face mask, yeah. Condom and face mask, a dispensing mm-hmm. truck. The cock blocking kryptonite, oh, right there. Boy, you know. Wow. COVID is a cock blocker, and it is a cock cock blocker nineteen. Yeah, yeah, cock blocker (sighs) nineteen. Right. This is what it feels to be like cock blocked, like on every element of your life. Yeah, yeah. The whole your life is like blocked. Yeah, yeah. Life blocker nineteen. Yeah. Kind of. What is this? I mean, wow. Well, I mean, I had things planned. You know, I. Right. I was going to run off to Montreal. I had that little fantasy going on. Pretty mm-hmm. hardcore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. It didn't pan out. I can't. And their thing is, there's nowhere to go. 
You can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to get away from it. There's no way that, like, you could flee to, like, just to wait this out. Except those fuckers on yachts right now. Let's not even go there early, but I'm going to get mad. But a lot of these rich fuckers are out on their yachts right now. Soaking up the sun all day with their yacht girls. Pay for play, you know. Out there doing services. Out there getting head and everything out on the fucking Pacific and Cabo. You know, probably eating some really good fish. You know, podcasting and, and Instagram live feeding everyone. Right. right. You know, hey, from their jacuzzis. Oh, yeah, I'm just here on my jacuzzi, my catamaran attached to my yacht. Wow. You know, fuck and they're you just guys. riding out. You have nothing in common with me. The whole thing on their little Noah's Arks, their little yachts. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about something else. I think yeah. we need to wrap this up. Um, yeah, you, you need to wrap it up then. Why don't I you guess, wrap it up? I gotta wrap it up. We, always, we all have to wrap up now. You need to wrap up and it's cold. It more than just your penile gland now these days. Yeah, I don't need to wrap my penile gland. It's like a condom. We're all universally condomized. Mm-hmm. I like that. And whatever. We are starting to realize how much we like the human touch of each other. Vicky, yeah. you know, after all this, I think Vicky might like hugs. Ugh, yeah, right. Because Vicky doesn't like hugs, and I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Why would anybody need to do that? Get all close to their... Put their bodily oils and sweat against their. Sh- I don't want to feel somebody's chest. Uh, that I don't know where they've been. Where they're. Can you call your mom, touching. please? I want to ask oh, her God, a question. No. Just for the show, I want to ask her a quick question. Uh, that would be very embarrassing. About hugs. About no, please don't. I don't. I don't want to know the source. No, she does. She's gonna laugh it off, and it's gonna be awkward for her. So I would not. <laughs> I'd love to talk to your mom right now. No, please like. don't. Don't ask her about that. Just ask her about the day I was born. But let's do another episode. But she. I, Ah oh, man, I just think she'd really like to answer that right now. I think I she'd think like. So. Yeah, we don't do that in my. I'm not, I'm not a big hugger. I'm not. So what did you you didn't get a lot of hugs growing up. Uh, I think like I got the the pizza tequila kiss, which was from my mom's side, where I got thrown against the wall. My cheeks were squeezed super hard on each side, and then they give you a kiss back and forth. Oh wow! Or some Italian shit, but I got that, and I don't know. I I'm not into, not really. We didn't really do that hug thing. Everybody didn't hug. We just came into the house and, hey, and just went for it. Went for the candy dish and, mm-hmm. you know, playing with toys or whatever that was there. What, what What's the Dirty thing? Sanchez? Dirty, I don't, I think it's when somebody, like, slides their finger in their butt crack and then skims it across your Ew, mustache. Ew, <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, that's me? a Dirty Sanchez. Or, I don't know. I thought it was a drink. Oh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Well, you asked the wrong person. I mean, I should know it because I was a bartender, but they make a new drink up for everything. Fucking duck farts and stuff. I mean, anyway. <laughs> I know what teabagging is. I think that has something to do with um, the testes. Um, teabagging, I think it's when... Um, dipping your testes into the Well, mouth. is it either intentional or... It's intentional, man. It's called teabagging. Really? Yes. You dip the testes into an open... Mouth. It's like a tea bag. Oh, I've, a tea I bag. thought it was only done like no. as a joke between no. guys. No. Um, what guys do this that you know? <laughs> I thought like if a guy falls asleep, like, oh. at a, uh, like at a frat party or something, and they'll put their balls in the other. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But how are you gonna get the guy's mouth open unless he's like? Smart? So what? I don't know. No. Like, but what arrangement? You might bite your balls. Man. No, but like, when does this tea, other tea bagging when happen? When people, it's like a like a maybe it's a gay sex thing or. 
is it? Is I don't see it. It's you like know, put the ball. It's like a thing, like a fetish, like tea bag me. Put this in. Well, you look it up. Let's let's look it up right now. Uh, yeah, because I um I don't know. I don't. I've never been. I don't think I've ever. Um, let's see, tea bagging. Tea. <laughs> okay, this, this is it. This is the last segment. Then we're gonna. Have I ever been tea bagged? I don't think so. I've never been tea bagged. Um. Tea. Here we go. Here is a picture of it. You see that? What she? Oh. Sh- Oh, oh. she's doing it from behind. Of a man placing his scrotum in the mouth of his sexual partner for pleasure or onto the face or head of another person, sometimes as a comedic device. See, yeah. The name of the practice when it is done in a repeated in and out motion is derived from its passing resemblance to the dipping of a tea bag into a cup of hot water as a method of brewing tea as a form of non-penetrative sex. It can be done for its own enjoyment or as foreplay. Oh, oh! What's the top headline say? What is teabagging? How to teabag your guy? What? How to tea? Oh, how to teabag your uh, guy? Oh, she's putting teabags on. I don't know. I definitely sucked on some balls in high school. Oh, okay, so it's Samantha from. I Sex heard in someone the City. talk about it as a joke. So we don't want to read I learned this. about teabagging. Okay. Yeah, it's like a whole forum. Yeah. It. Oh, my God. This, in my last relationship, I teabagged at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Well? Well, I mean, I believe uh, this guy, person was talking about this. Balls need attention. And you know what? Man, I don't pay enough attention to them. But I, I just, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought the guys always were more focused on mm-hmm. their penis. I didn't yeah. know the guys wanted extra attention on... The jury, or whatever you want to call it, the the balls. Yeah, yeah, I think they do sometimes. I think it <clears> do you pay attention to the uh, scrotum? If, if I'm into the guy, um, what do you do? Like, if to I show have time to do it, blood. I guess. I mean, I, I I haven't done that in so long. I'm just tired of scrotum sex in my life right now. I don't think I'm in a good spot to be talking about him. But um, yeah, I I I think I remember in the past when if I was into the guy, I would uh, very much so. Touch the balls, cup them, you know. I wouldn't do the teabagging thing too much. Well, you know, just play with, you know. What are we talking about here? Why am I, I guess this is confessions. <laughs> um, yeah, I do a little teabagging, okay? All right, that's a confession number or whatever. So you have, you've. I have, I've done that before. I have. Well. Not, not to that degree where it was like in and out. In and, I wouldn't call it teabagging, really. I'd call it like cupping of it and then. Putting the trying to put the two test, testes in my mouth at the same time. Oh, I've like, never tried to put. Or I, you know, kind of suck it gently into your your mouth. Like it feels like a matzo ball, like a little matzo ball. Oh, like, it's yeah, that does feel like small, a matzo like ball. A little, yeah, matzo ball feels like. Mm, oh my yeah. god, I never knew that. But that was definitely a much needed confession. We, we've been going on about this. You for have an tea hour bagged. <laughs> you, you. I guess I've done it. Well. No, no, we got a tea. You got that out of me. You got a lot of confessions out of me. We got to dip out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yep. Well, on that note, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode five, season two. Yeah, because, you know, we're all get through this. And that's together. just what we do. Yeah. We'll do this. We got it. You guys, just keep living and... Keep smiling. Yeah. You can always count on us for sure. Anyway. And keep teabagging. Keep going. Bye-bye. Good night.